Hello everyone and welcome to The Nerd Degree. It's me, Brendan Bennett. And me, Andrew Todd. We are introducing our episode about artificial intelligence. That's right. It's not just a movie starring uh, Haley Joel Osment. Yes. In fact, we don't even mention that movie in this whole show. That's strange. So It's a, it's a good movie. It's underrated. I, I genuinely haven't seen it. Well, uh, now's your chance. Actually, but not right now. Yeah, no, no. Instead of watching the movie, AI, listen to our episode. Um, yeah. Oh, it's got a debuting guest, Kathleen Burns, very funny actress and comedian. And uh, several other nerds uh, who you will be able to hear in the episode starting right now. Hello, everyone, hello, and welcome along to The Nerd Degree. I am your host, Brendan Bennett, and tonight our episode is about artificial intelligence. It's titled, May I AI? In this episode, we will ask our nerds to use all their artifice and intelligence to explain what is going on with artificial intelligence. So we're going to meet each of the team members. They're going to introduce themselves and say, how hard would it be for an AI to replace you? Erin. Um, my name's Erin Harrington, um, and it's, I've already been replaced by an AI, unfortunately. I'm a lecturer at university, and um, I'm pretty sure that my students don't come to class, they just ask Siri, so that when I get um, multiple essays back with the, the, the most basic possible engagement with high theory, I, I know that, that they've been two-timing. <laughs> okay, thank you, Erin. Uh, hi, my name's Andrew. Um, I'm, a, I'm a writer, which uh, means that AI hasn't quite caught up with uh, uh, creativity yet. However, um, I write reviews of video games, and a lot of gamers would have you think that you can just count pixels and frame rates and then just automatically give a game a score out of 10, so maybe I can be replaced by a computer. <laughs> well, actually, um, as I was researching this, some journalists are being replaced by... Uh algorithms now really so, yep basic Damn. financial reporting can be done by computers now video games have got to be next it's just a just a score out of 10 isn't it <laughs> now together you are forming a team what is your team called uh we are mechanical turkish delight a round of applause for mechanical turkish delight <laughs> and on this side hello uh my name is ben uh like andrew i do a lot of writing in my job and and proofing uh, and I'm quite confident about not being replaced by an AI every time Microsoft Word pops up and tries to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Like, long sentence, consider revising. No, I won't. <laughs> I so won't you, consider revising. You're basically a human green squiggly line. That's right. I'm just like, no, this, is, this sentence is a perfectly good length, Microsoft Word. I'm you don't know what you're talking about. I've edited some of your writing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start with a point for Mechanical Turkish Delight. <laughs> Uh, and our final competitor. Hello, I'm Kathleen, and um, I could be an AI. I've just wandered in off the street. You don't know me. Um, I'm just seeing how long I can bluff my way through this before I get caught out. Um, and But I could not be replaced by an AI because synthetic hair doesn't come this good. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen, you're, you're an actress. Do you think that yeah. AIs could replace actors? Um, well... Uh, yeah, but maybe I kind of already am an artificial intelligence, you know, because I'm just, I'm faking intelligence the whole time. I'm oh, faking that's everything. deep, man. <laughs> uh, and together, your team is? Uh, we are Ham 9000. <laughs> ham 9000, everyone. 
Okay, we are also lucky enough to be joined by our scorekeeper, Mr. Andrew Keppel. Andrew, are you there? Yes, I am. Yes, uh, Andrew is sequestered away in a, behind a glass screen so that, uh, I don't know, maybe he's contagious or something. Um, Andrew, uh, you're going to be keeping track of the scores and uh, updating us as we go through. That's right. Great. It's time for us to get into our first round. So teams, if you could roll for initiative. Yeah, do it. Kidly. I can. Ten. Mm. Either six or nine, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's nine. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Ham9000, you get the first question, and that uh, question is, what does Doctor Who have to do with riots in communist China? (laughs) That Doctor Who, he's always up to crazy stuff like starting riots in communist China. (laughs) That sounds like it could easily be the plot of a Doctor Who episode. Classic Stephen Moffat. Are you talking about the actual communist China? Yes, I am. (laughs) As opposed to... I don't know, like TV communist China or, or capitalist China. In an alternate universe, which Doctor Who could go to, because he's Doctor Who. We'll probably have blimps, because all alternate universes have blimps. <laughs> Can you sense I'm stalling for time, Brendan? Yes, and uh, I'm ready to throw it over to the other team. Uh, does Does Doctor Who try to alter history via using his sonic screwdriver on one of the tanks in Tiananmen Square? Put it another way, Communist China seems to have taken inspiration from Doctor Who. Oh. Is, have they They're... installed blue phone boxes everywhere? <laughs> it would create more space, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, there, oh, I don't know how it relates to Doctor Who, but I saw on the news today uh, that Ch- uh, China wants to put a man on the moon by 2036, I think. And Doctor Who has been to the Doctor moon. Doctor Who has been to the moon. <laughs> So, by putting a man on the moon, communist China is dealing with riots? Like, Everyone I guess I'm just lowering the population. I'm just <laughs> trying to... I'm just trying to find some way to combine them. All right. Uh, Andrew, could we look at the first slide? Oh, visual aids. Yes. Um, so, what we're going to see in a moment is what is known as the Anbot, which is a new robot oh, oh. that has been designed... Uh, it's an upright intro- vacuum cleaner. Is it like for... Urban pacification. It, it is <laughs> literally for urban pacification. Yes, so it's, it's the Ed Two Hundred Nine of China. Yeah. yeah so this is uh, this is a uh, robot with uh, uh, it has uh, sensors that mimic human brain, eyes, and ears, and uh, it's capable of eight hours of continuous work. Uh, can we, can we, <laughs> is it unionized? Does it have a touch screen on the front of it? Uh, it it's got an emergency call button. Uh, that you can use to call for help. But While those two ports... you want help from it, yeah. Yes, because those two ports at the front there uh, deliver an electric shock. <laughs> uh, so could we see the next slide? So you'll see that there is a strong resemblance and inspiration from uh, the Daleks from Except Doctor it's Who. like a nice modernist paper pot. Yeah, I actually think... Next slide. It's like... I actually think it's more, more inspired by Evie from uh, Wally. So pretty much if you're in criminal in China, you're just going to run up a set of stairs, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yes, currently, currently yeah. like the Daleks, yeah. the stairs are the weakness. Now here's there... a... <laughs> what, what, what am I looking at? It has apparently um, cut someone in half. <laughs> um, yeah, you can see here it's apprehending a rioter um, who is only a set of legs. It looks it? like an inhaler. <laughs> is, it, is it just a person on a Segway wearing like a bin? Is it? Is it um, what Kenneth Kenneth Baker? The uh, uh, Kenny Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. I guess yeah. he's probably called Kenneth. I but, guess he um, probably is. So it's not really causing riots. Then. No, it's not causing it's riots. Not it's causing meant riots. to stop riots. Right. Right. How many of them do they have? 
Uh, well, this is the prototype, I believe. So, so just one. Just right. one. So far. 10,000 riding Chinese so people versus... It's like, imagine, imagine like the, the riot is the tanks mm. and that is the, is the guy in the middle of the square. Mm, I don't think any points for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next question is for Mechanical Turkish Delight. Mm. Why were Microsoft surprised to find another racist Trump supporter on Twitter? Surprised? Oh. Yeah, why another. were they surprised? Um, like, well, we they, shouldn't really be surprised. Well, for one thing, they just they just proliferate. They're like they're like insects. Mm. Um, and once when you kill one, then four more come to take its place. Um, but it's because they created one. Mm. Um, they uh, created an AI, Clippy. which um, it wasn't Clippy. <laughs> I always knew it about it Clippy. <laughs> possessed by a solid Clippy. Perhaps. You're looking to start a eugenics program. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they created this AI that, and just kind of like dropped it on Twitter um, and set up this Twitter account for it. And it would um, sort of absorb all of the information of things that people would tweet at it. And then it would tweet out tweets uh, based on kind of the machine learning of what it um, had kind of like it sort of took all of its input from Twitter and went, this is what human beings are like. Uh, and so I'm going to tweet like that. And of course, human beings on Twitter are not great human beings so um it started spouting all of this racism and trump support and like uh started harassing people and like when, it's basically the internet yes. in a when did tay lock its account almost immediately <laughs> yeah they very quickly realized uh, that i think it was, it was less than 24 good. hours yeah um, so here is here are some of the um tweets that tay sent out i fucking hate feminists and hope they all die and burn in hell Aww. hitler was right I hate the Jews. Oh, please. With, uh, and we're going to build a wall and Mexico will pay for it. Wow. Um, so it was just a shit aggregator. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean. Well, that's what Twitter is, right? Yeah. Um, they've also, uh, Microsoft have also created CaptionBot where you can submit photos to it oh, yeah. and it will tell you what is in the picture. Mm. So I try, uh, it hasn't had the best results. Can we see the next slide? Um, so this is a picture of Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, and uh, CaptionBot says, I think it's a man in a suit and tie talking on a cell phone, and he seems uh, neutral face. Uh, the next one, uh, it's a, a man in a... A fairly stocky man. Yeah, can you, can you describe that, Aaron? He's quite a stocky man wearing a full-body leather cat suit and some rather fetching high heels, and he's got a whip and a little cat masky thing. And caption bot says, "I think it's a man carrying a surfboard." Well, he's, he, there's a surfboard in that picture, but I don't. Um, I tried it with a couple of uh, images from Nerd Degree. So the next one is uh, our logo, and um, <laughs> caption bot thinks it's a person on a surfboard in a skate park, which. I mean, that's kind of the polar opposite of what Nerd Degree stands for, really, isn't it? Um, there's one more. I, I took a picture from the show, and I think Captain Bot actually nailed this one. Um, I'm not really confident, but I think it's a group of people playing a video game, and they seem neutral face, big grin. It's, it's which, very, which I think is you, Aaron. It's very non-committal about things. Not sure. It's never sure. Well, that's kind of it's just hedging its bets, right? Yeah. It's like you know, I'm I'm not sure, but it could be it could be you know. I mean, it could but be a it, lot of things. But if it wants to be more like the Microsoft AI, it just has to commit to it, commit mm. to awfulness, commit to <laughs> building that wall. <laughs> that, I mean, you you can't say, you can say that Tay was certainly committed. 
that's mm. for sure. Um, all right, next question, and this is for Ham9000. And this is a, a follow-up question to one of our previous episodes where we looked at things that computers could beat humans at. Why might recent advances in AI make players want to go home? Uh, because if you take your ball and go home, the computer can't do very much about it. It just has to sit there because it's a computer and it doesn't have hands. If you lift it to the ball, it couldn't do much either. Well, no <laughs> Unless it was some kind of table tennis playing robot. I don't know. Um, to go home. Go home. I'm going like, to put some emphasis on this. Is there, is, there a, is there a computer that's pretty good at, like, go home, stay home now? <laughs> you're so, oh, you're so close. I mean, Google Maps would probably be very good at that. It knows where you are all the time, right? Like, hide and seek. You can't beat it like that anymore. Make players want to go home. That, mm. I can feel that frustration oh. in the audience. I'm going to pass it over to Mechanical Turkish Delight. Do you mean, like, possibly the game go, Brendan? I think Brendan yeah, definitely maybe. means the possibly. game go. Which I'm would, not confident. Which would mean the answer <laughs> is... So a computer has beat a... a Beaten a person, person at go? At go. A human is a human, the like a good, more than a, a person, human. A, a person who is good at playing Go. A world champion. A world champion. A world of go. Cha- that's, someone that's beat someone at Go, and there was a computer. Yeah, in our, in, in our, you don't know how, in our last episode, uh, uh, we listed all the games that computers could beat humans at, and the one that they couldn't was Go because of its complexity. But uh, Google's AlphaGo has beaten uh, a human champion four uh, one. AlphaGo sounds like some cute kids cartoon thing. Sounds like, like a Team AlphaGo. Whereas it's really the downfall of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> now, for this next one, I want to get a little bit arty. So, Kathleen, I'm going to give you a poem. I'm a bit arty. Yeah, I'd like you to, to read out this poem for me in uh, as uh, poetic a way as you can. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> the open question for both teams is, what's special about this poem? Okay. A home transformed by the lightning, the balanced alcoves smother this insatiable earth of a planet, Earth. They attacked it with mechanical horns because they love you, love in fire and wind. You say, what is the time waiting for in its spring? I tell you, it is waiting for your branch that flows because you are a sweet-smelling diamond architecture (laughs) that does not know why it grows. Is that what uh, the go-playing computer did when it went home <laughs> and it wrote that poem as a victory celebration? I mean, I think probably it would have written a haiku. Um, but you that's are that's very Japan, much on... Brendan. Go is, is a Chinese game. Is that what you're left with when you purge Twitter of all the Trump nasty <laughs> hatred? Those are, that's, that's the entirety of Twitter that's left. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys are on the right track, so I, I think I'm going to have to give Ben uh, the points for that. Or Andrew? I th- I'm probably getting the name wrong, but is it written by Rector? I don't oh. know if there's a name for this, but it is a, it's a poem written by a computer algorithm. Right. Because um, there, there was this whole book published by this computer. Well, it wasn't published. Like, the computer didn't publish the book. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't go to like Am- the Amazon like, self-published <laughs> vanity publishing Kindle service. Kindle World. And do it. But like, um, this computer, computer program wrote uh, a whole bunch of poetry, and it got published into this book with like, like illustrations of the bizarre imagery that it came up with as well. Um, it's really... Um, I forget the title. So for those of you listening at home... Uh, Andrew's looking got, it up got as a, we You've speak. got a, a really curious uh, Google mission ahead of you. Well, but, so this, um, is a, this is a poem that was created by a computer but then submitted to a poetry journal without mentioning that it was written by oh, wow. a, a computer and it was accepted oh. in um, the Duke Literary Journal, The Archive. Ooh. So arguably it passed the Turing test by 
Um, and then some English professor had to commit suicide afterwards. <laughs> well, the, 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 under, the guy who did it, uh, he waited about five or six years before um, admitting it because he didn't want to embarrass anyone. But now they're embarrassed. <laughs> um, okay, I've got one more poem. Uh, who would like to read this one? I will. Erin. So, again, the, the question is, where did this poem come from? Another hour later, dot, dot, still awake, full stop. Cry me a river. Actually, if you say the punctuation, it'll probably ruin the... um... Cry me a river, Justin Timberlake. I want a little Debbie zebra cake. I want to do another Harlem shake. Fuck, I forgot about the Harlem shake. I absolutely love Brazilian steak. Another night, another tummy ache. Sad face. I really fancy Justin Timberlake. I'd rather keep the real and loose the fake. Sweet baby Jesus, Justin Timberlake. Still haven't even st- <laughs> still haven't even started prison break. Still really fancy Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Frank Ocean is a, is a fucking shitty mess. <laughs> Two Justin Timberlake commercials. Smiley face, hashtag yes. Oh, that's a lovely. That's a good part. That's a good part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I've been scratching that into my um into my desk at work slowly day by day. Does anyone know where this poem came from? It's not like an internet search history of some kind. Like a combination of of, of Google autocompletes or something like that or a, You're on the right track. I'm guessing that these are tweets, right? Yes. Yeah. Ah. Oh. My my fifth form English is Found trying to come come back to me and try and identify what uh, poetry form it is, if it indeed is one. But um, well, it's it's alleged to be a sonnet, although uh, it's right. a different rhyme scheme to your classic Shakespearean sonnet. Mm. Um, so this is uh, Twitter poetry from a bot called Pentametron. Um, which Pentametron. Pinter, oh, as Pinter. in Pinter. I was going to say because Pinter is just all about silences. Mm. There's, there's no. I'm Sorry, sure, was, I wonder if there's a website called Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do that later on when I get home. Um, okay, yeah, so this is, uh, this is uh, created from uh, just randomly put together tweets um, in the form of a sonnet. Okay, that brings us to the end of our first round. Andrew, what are the scores? The scores are... Ham 9000 on one. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> yeah! On the board! And Mechanical Turkish Delight on two. Yes! Whoa! <laughs> okay, I'm, I might just have to adjust Andrew's settings to um, be a bit more generous with the points. <laughs> this, uh, so this next round is called Chat Up Bot. I wanted to find out if computers could uh, generate uh, pickup lines as well as they could generate poetry. So I, I found a website that uh, generated pickup lines. Um, now, Kathleen, uh, you're a single lady. I am a single lady. I want you to, I want you to just read some of these out. Maybe pick audience members to read them to. Okay. And we'll just see <laughs> how effective they are. Why is no one making eye contact with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Oh, hello. <laughs> I know you get this a lot, but would you mind checking my arm for bad eyes <laughs> Is this my day? Do I just keep reading? Yeah, yeah, just give, me, just, give me, just give me a few more. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to dance, or would I be better off pointing at the wet bacon? <laughs> I'll think about you when I hug my scabs tonight. <laughs> 
want to the next one. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> 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 my brains are healthy weapons. <laughs> okay, give Hop us the... on my horsey, madam, because we're going to Planet Baxter. <laughs> 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 <That's>... <laughs> I w- it's so close. It's so close. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see someone just try these in the wild. <laughs> see if they pass the Turing test. Right. Um, Head down to the bar. Back soon. <laughs> Okay, now now's your chance to uh, score some points. I would like you to come up with some pickup lines that could be used by famous AIs. Mm-hmm. So, for example, could you come up with a pickup line from Hell 9000, from uh, Space Odyssey? Yes, Dave, I can definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> point for that, yes. What are you doing, Dave? Later this evening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Point for that. Um, has anyone got a pickup line that Skynet from the Terminator films could use? On August 29th, 1994, Skynet became self-aware in its pants. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about one from Agent Smith from the Matrix movies? Blow me, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> It's cheating uh, if you just quote from your fanfic, Aaron. <laughs> this, this bell is this bell is screwed. Um, <clears throat> tell me, Mister Anderson, what good is a glory hole if you're unable to suck? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, it's not really a pickup line. It's probably it's probably used down the path a little bit. <laughs> what would be uh, what would be a pickup line that could be used by a droid from Star Wars? I am definitely the droid you're looking for. <laughs> I am C-3PO, human cyborg relations. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience in love making. But my first job was programming binary load lifters. <laughs> Very similar to your having sex in many respects. <laughs> I'm fluent in over six million forms of fornication. <laughs> uh, hey, baby, what do you say we go around back and gonk? <laughs> It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. It's, uh, it's not for everyone, but... Uh... It's against my programming to impersonate a bad lover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll end the round there. Andrew, what are the scores? Uh, the scores are now Ham 9000 on 1, 0, oh. zero 1, 1, and Mechanical Turkish Delight on 1, 1, one, one, zero. Wait, did you give the scores in binary? Binary. All <laughs> right. Okay. Mechanical Turkish Delight is winning. Okay. Um, round of applause for Turkish Delight. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the final round of this episode. Uh, this is the debate round. 
I'll provide a topic, you'll argue it, and then the audience will decide who made the stronger case. Now, Ham9000, because you are not in the lead... (laughs) um, You're in the opposite lead. Yes, you're in the reverse lead. Uh, You get to choose which side of the argument you want to take. So the moot for this debate is that an AI would make a better friend than a human it could be the positive or the negative on this. I don't have a lot of AI friends. I had one. You had one? Yeah. Well, we should talk about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're going, you're going for the affirmative? Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Then you have uh, 60 seconds okay. to argue that an AI would make a better friend than a human, starting from now. Well, I don't know if it counts, but I had a Furby when I was a kid, and it was like, amazing. It was great. It had like a little beak, and it was all fluffy, and you could do stuff with it, and... Yeah, and you know, obviously we're friends to this day. <laughs> it's, it's been a really yeah, and, lasting and, bond. And then Furby never betrayed you. No, it never. It never ate the food in your fridge. No, it never. It never stole your boyfriend. Well, never, once. <laughs> once. But, but you forgave was, because your bond was so strong. That yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we just got a kind of a weird three-way thing going on. <laughs> so that's why I think that AIs make the best friends. That's right. And, I mean, like, as uh, technology advances, we're only going to meet more winning personalities like Tay, the Microsoft chair, <laughs> and share our political viewpoints and come to grow and understand, like, because if you can't win someone over, um, there's not really any kind of friendship at all. So I think these bonds are going to get closer, and, uh, and eventually we won't need people at all. We won't need friends. We can just stay at home and just, like, relax and talk to, talk to our AI friends. It's a real utopian vision. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. And Mechanical Turkish Delight for the negative. <laughs> the, the, the problem with AI is that there's just not actually that much to them. Because as, as human beings in want of social connection with one another, we just need more, don't we, Andrew? That's right. And the thing about artificial intelligence is that it can only create uh, its beliefs and, and what it, its actions by what's given to it. Um, it's, it it, it, synthes- it take, takes in and synthesizes information to, to create its personality, whereas a real human being can bring their true selves to the party. And what a party it can be. It can be an amazing party, because, because what the other team is neglecting to remember is that sometimes you don't want the other person around you to be that intelligent. Sometimes you just, <laughs> sometimes you just want an attractive face, you know, tight buns, good set of abs... Show me the AI that can do that. Show me the AI that can be a tr- like can not only be a friend but be a friend with benefits. Show me the AI that can make me a sandwich. All right, thank you very much, uh, Mechanical Turk. How nine thousand? You get thirty seconds for rebuttal. It's two thousand sixteen. We don't want human connection anymore. I tuned out <laughs> looking at my phone just when they were talking just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't stand to look at myself in the mirror. That's right. And like, you talk about abs and sandwich making, the Japanese are all over that. There's going to, first it's going to be the sex robot, then there's going to be the sandwich robot, and then they will be together at last. Yes. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. It's five, year, five to ten years away. Yeah, five we'll to all ten be years grateful. Away. That's right. Alright, thank you. And your rebuttal? What it seems to me is that you guys are redefining what it means to have a friend, and to engage in the act of friendship. And I'm not very happy with where you're going with that. It's dark. It's cold. It sounds like slavery, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Go on. If you're going to create an artificial intelligence to be your friend, 
is this artificial intelligence choosing to be your friend, or are you just making it be your friend because you created it? Where's the consent in that? That's the kind of consent we're not worried about under a Donald Trump presidency. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, each team will now make a final closing statement to the audience, and then the audience will vote by applause. Ham 9000, your closing statement, please. You know you want one. You all know you want one. Thank you. And <laughs> mechanical Turkish delight. Damon's are not a girl's best friend. <laughs> okay, now, audience, um, by applause, you will decide which of these two very compelling cases is the most convincing. Uh, so, do you, uh, whether you think that AI would make better friends or humans. So, please, a round of applause for AI would make better friends. <laughs> And applause for AI would not make better friends. All right. Points there to Ham 9000. Because humans suck. (laughs) That sounds like an argument in favour. You just need a hug. A consensual hug. Mm. Not from a machine. That brings us to the end of this episode. Andrew. Well, according to Scorebot 9000... We have Mechanical Turkish Delight on 201 points and Ham 9000 on 211 points. Ladies and gentlemen, Ham 9000. An amazing man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you so much for coming along and we will see you next time. Good night. Thank you for now denying us the opportunity to put the music in and post. Um, all right. And the next episode is on the internet, and this one's going to be a doozy. Well, it's not on the internet net, uh, yet. It'll be on the internet in a couple it's weeks. Whoa, internet. save that gold, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is reusable gold, Brendan. <laughs>